Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. I've been packing all day. Oh. I'm, I'm, a, I'm such a sore boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's man. all. That's all I had to say. Oh, <laughs> that was literally it. Oh, I don't. Oh, I, God, I don't care, Dave. I don't care. <laughs> I'm sore. Oh man. I'm gonna uh, you, make you care. You could fill oceans with the amount that I don't care. Oh, Dave, uh, did you see how well Adam did in uh, Wordle today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really good. I like waking up to that every morning because he gets up before me. So I wake up to the wordles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, I'm just sitting over here. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody wants, I, nobody uh, wants to pat my wordle on the back. Mm-hmm. I refuse to share my wordles, but I I am better than Adam. Mm-hmm. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. I see no at, reason at to wordle. challenge you on that. No. Yeah. I mean, you do crosswords during the middle of movie night, so... Mm-hmm. You've True. Got Dave, Although he's I, always I, he's doing a crossword well, right now. He is always doing yeah. crosswords. I do want to say though is that Wordle and crosswords aren't that they don't intersect that much. Wordle is like a guessing game, yeah. Plus knowing just how words are built, you know. So I don't know. It, it's it's a combination of luck and skill. Um, mm-hmm. I would say also crosswords are the same thing. So, tell us but more. Like it's just too more. different. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll do a whole podcast about it. Uh, that's a great. Uh, honestly, that's a great idea. Wordcast. Yeah. Wordcast. Yeah. Wordcast. <laughs> Has there been a Wordle podcast yet? There must be. There must be there nineteen thousand of them. You don't yeah. spend seven figures on Wordle at the New York Times without developing a Wordle podcast on the New York Times. Not yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, in, unless there's at least one Wordle podcast, probably by Crooked Media, already in existence. <laughs> uh, and then when you're the New York Times, you scoop it up and you make your own. You make your own yeah. Wordle podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wor- God, word yeah. save the people. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, hello, everyone. Hi. <laughs> so we're on the episode of Hypecast. Hypecast. It's the show where we get hyped about stuff and things and words. <laughs> Language. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm the other one, David Bell. I'm Logan Trent. Logan. Logan. What's up? Welcome. Thank you for being on. Yeah. How are you? Uh, kind of cold. <laughs> A little bit cold. Yeah, I'm a little. Yeah. I'm a little chilly. Yeah, my yeah. feet are cold. I'm a little bit chilly here. Oh, I have I have slippers on. See, I need so. to get I need to get slippers. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I have these. I have cat slippers, and then I have 
indoor outdoor slippers. Are they so made, they're like sl- are they made from cat pelt? Yeah. Okay. And, good. Uh, good. Yeah, yeah. It's the warmest. It's the warmest pelt known known to exactly. man. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been shuffling around all day. I've been moving, packing boxes. Tom, mm-hmm. I've been packing boxes. Uh, and I'm very sore. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't care. Um, mm-hmm. Logan, tell me about literally anything else except Dave's move. I am too fried right now. I'm move. so tired. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, uh, we're moving. We're moving Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gonna have the internet shut off tomorrow, and that's a bummer. Uh, and then we're hopefully it's gonna be smooth, Tom. Yeah. I think it's gonna be smooth. What I if hope you so. never you know get what? the internet again? Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be amazing. You just wander without internet, just searching for internet. <laughs> oh yeah. Going door. <laughs> internet looks please. like the looks like Going the door Omega door. man. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> hello. Gotta be some internet. Uh, Scratching hello? on Jeff May's door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be doing that either way. Yeah. That's, yeah, just, that's, that's just fun. Scratching on people's windows like the hook man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, let's get started, Dave. You want to name some producers? Uh, uh, yeah, I do actually. Good. Uh, hey, big thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, seriously, thank you. That's a great. It's a Just, great feature. You you press it with a hammer. Yep. Thank you to Lef. Uh, thank you to Samuel Beckett's Donut and Mortgage Emporium. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you to Ryan, the Silly Money Goose. Mm. They get a snapper car punches God in the dick. It does. They get a at nerd numbers. Mm. They get a Mike the Lurker. Woo. They get a DJ Finney. Oh, yeah. Thank you. They get a Dracula the bus driving vampire. Mm-hmm. Toot toot. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> toot toot. That's what a bus does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they get a Brockway loves the meat Millie. Sure does. Uh, thank you to Grumblebee. Mm hmm. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Ah, yeah, horses aren't Thank supposed you. to make that shape. Uh, let me come in here. Thank mm. you to Look Bomb on a podcast. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Seismic Charge Noise. Thank you. Thank you to Deborah's Awesome Barber's Great and Cancer Can Go to Hell. Thank you. Thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano, Volcano Coniosis Jones. Fuck, Thank I you. Thank you to the Baby from Racerhead. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Chiz Lily Tits. Thank you to these Thank you. seven bees. Thank you. Thank you to Breezy Ruizy. Thank you to Davey Francis for the revenge. Thank you. And thank you to MVB. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Woo! Okay. Okay. So first up on the dock, uh, at long last, is the trailer for the Halo series that has been in development for 10 years. Mm -hmm. I have two questions. Sure. Go ahead. The first one is they say they have to find the Halo. Yeah. So I, I, I've never played Halo, and so I'm, re- so I was under the impression that the Halo was like something they were on, uh, so they have to find a Halo. Uh, as f- yeah, um, I don't, I don't, I've never really played it either, but uh, the Halo is sort of like Elysium, I think, right? Yeah, I thought it took place on the Elysium Halo, but I guess you have to find it first. Uh, That's fair. I played the first couple of games the thing is is they've been like open that this is a brand new separate timeline so i don't really know where they're going with that because from what i remember the first game it was kind of like a thing that they stumbled onto like near an alien planet thing but that was like okay i literally played this game maybe like 15 years ago so 
Don't okay. take my word for it. But yeah. Um, sure. In terms of just like that, they yeah, they clearly said that this is just its own thing. You don't doesn't have to connect to plot points in the games or the terrible books so good for them all right oh good there's terrible so, books yeah. there are set, awful set. books we did a piece <laughs> so on it there's some very weird plot points going on in there so halo feels like call of duty to me where it's like the plot itself doesn't matter and like any attempt to I you know I people think, are really I think it's into exactly the lore. The, I was gonna okay. say I think it's exactly the opposite. Yeah, like there there is dense lore in Halo. All right. Well, question two. Uh-huh. Cars. Sure. Yeah. There were like there's like a fucking Chevy in the background of one of the shots, like a minivan. Mm-hmm. There's like a minivan in the background. Well, it's like when, an, it's it's like a an SUV, like an old SUV. It, but it's it's not. But it's like a now SUV. Like it's like a car. Mm-hmm. It's it's fifty minutes in. It's I'm, a I'm going Tahoe. to it now because I want to look at it. <laughs> is it, it a is, Tahoe? It, okay, it's cool. A it Chevy is. Tahoe. It's like it. It's just a car. Um, yeah. And I can't tell. Like, is that a production vehicle that got in the shot? No. Unlikely. It's no. in two. Yeah. Sh- it's in two shots of the trailer. They like duck, right. They duck behind it at one in one quick shot, and then in the shot you're talking about, you see it in the background during a, a fight. Yeah, right. In, but it's, just, it's like it's like to be to be clear to people who haven't watched Trillia, yet, it's like rusted out and stuff. It's not just like sitting yeah. in a parking spot, like just been just, waxed. Yeah, I guess it looks newish in one of the shots. I just I don't know anything about Halo, and that very much surprised me. I thought this was like it's the year four thousand, you know. We're it's in pretty space. far in the future, I think. But well, like, I think it's like I mean, you still there? they still drive around in like warthogs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I which think are it's just like five hundred years in the future or something. But there's like a lot of um, a lot of like the battle stuff kind of fucked up Earth. Like billions of people died, so it kind of would make sense. Like maybe that's just a junkyard, or maybe they're repurposing like old tech or something in this new one. Right, and, but yeah. if it's if it's five hundred years, like. Like that's still, well, like yeah. I'm looking at a shot. You can see the fucking like the Chevy thing on the yeah. side of it. Uh-huh. I, I don't know, man. That thing would be like. Well, I, again, we don't know when this takes place, well, Dave. Yeah, I that's mean, fair. That's fair. <laughs> From the East Coast to the Halo, this is our country. So yeah, that's true. Of course <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just it really stands out for me. It's really scratching scratching at me like it's it's i, I don't i can like, tell i can everything tell, yeah. else everything else is ridiculously futuristic looking <laughs> like even the humvees that they're in they look futuristic yeah. they're in these mech suits they're in these like god future temples and then there's just a fucking chevy tahoe just hanging out in the background hoping no one will notice it's there is, and mm. i'm like i see you what are you doing in the future is it any what are you worse doing? than kirk driving a car to beastie boys sabotage in oh fuck that was that was a real bummer yeah yeah. well listen kirk uh kirk likes cars yeah it's a thing for cars true there's a whole whole plot whole plot point in in a piece of the action where he tries to drive a car and kind of can do it yeah honestly the thing that bothers me there is the sabotage is beastie boys Mm -hmm. because i don't know there's just something funny about like it's the equivalent of like stealing your parents' car and blasting some Listening Beethoven. To Bach. Yeah, yeah. No, we we talked. I think we talked about that at a couple I'm of sure. writers' meetings that cracked. It's just the culture never. There's like a 600 year gaps in culture in futuristic yeah. fiction, just because that's you know we can't invent 600 years of culture. Um, yeah. 
getting away from the fact that there's an old car in the background of one shot. It's all I care about, Tom. Yeah, clearly. It's, it, it, again, it's not a new Chevy Tahoe. It looks like a fucking ironclad from the Civil War. It, it, uh, it and it's really, I, it's I'm, really I'm sticking in it. Dave's craw. It looks like a Chevy Tahoe that would be on a YouTube channel for epic restoration. <laughs> no, okay, hold on. If you go to if you go to zero forty five, I'm not going I'm to. Absolutely okay. not doing that. I'm not going to. I'm Dave. going through it. It it looks it looks maybe ten years old in this shot. Okay, uh, it has Dave, like a weird modified window. Dave, I've got a question. Did Big Ford get to you? Yeah. Not yet, but listen, they can. Dave, I'm open Dave, to this it. is all Dave building up to saying, listen, Chevys are just not built Ford tough. Exactly. Yeah. Now, if it had been a Ford sitting there, I wouldn't have questioned it for <laughs> one have, second. Yeah, I would have believed it. Yeah, I would have just swallowed that bitter pill. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, this looks fine, though. Yeah, it looks fine. I don't know any. Th- again, I don't know much about the games at all, but uh, I, I know like the basics, like Master Chief is a genetically engineered yeah. soldier. They um, they're they're the fighting the Covenant, right. which are aliens. Yeah, everything looks cool. Like it looks exactly. Yeah. Like if you said this is a Halo show, this is what you would want it to look like. Like the aliens look like the aliens. Master Chief looks like Master Chief. It's not some weird like new design where it shows off half of his face because you need to see Pablo Schreiber, you know, <laughs> in his full Pablo yeah. Schreiberness. It's um, it's one of those things where. Yeah, it feels like it's for the fans. Like they 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 drop a couple like things in this trailer that I didn't understand, but was clearly like for the fans. It 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 really seems like had like they looked at Halo and they're like, well, let's just do that. Yeah. Like I think as video games get more modern, it's easier to adapt them because you yeah. can just look at the cutscenes and go, well, just make it all look yeah, like that. Because they write. <laughs> Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's a lot different from trying to adapt the Mario Brothers movie in the early yeah. 90s and now where it's like for each of these games they have like 600 page scripts written. So it's just right. like, well just like condense that down and there you right. go. Which you really it. speaks it really speaks to how badly the Assassin's Creed movie sucked. <laughs> oh. The Assassin's Creed movie looked at all the games and decided that the thing that was most interesting to people was the future stuff, the modern day stuff. Yeah. I would pay $50 extra to get an Assassin's Creed game that was just no future bullshit edition. And just you didn't have to play any of those parts. It's so fucking stupid. And they had the chance I love to the future leave bullshit. it. They had the chance to leave it in a movie and they're like, no, no, that's the part everyone loves. What are you talking about? Yeah, let's on. keep cutting back to it. Yeah. yeah. I have I I I've defended the future bullshit many times. I would just say like the You're ratio. Still wrong. You remain wrong. Well, it's the only thing that makes the games unique. And as they go, they've been doing less and less future I know, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just like The Witcher and it's like, okay, well, just make another game called that. Uh it's like they're embarrassed of the thing that made it big, but we don't have to go into that. I, um I will Dave, say the point is I think, that movie sucked. <laughs> I do yeah. not think the future stuff is what made Assassin's Creed big. <laughs> it's what made it, it, it no, it's what made it compelling. Is that it? Is that is that really yeah. it? Cuz <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was uh, I, you know look, getting to assassinate people in I well, it was, I'm pretty it. sure it was doing parkour through antiquity. Yeah. I'm talking that's about the story. That's what people really glommed on to. Like obviously the gameplay is the thing people really liked which they also, you know, got rid of, but 
the the in terms of like what's compelling about the actual plot, I would say that is definitely compelling. Let me tell you, I've and then been... the mixture of like future stuff. It's the same with like uh fucking Horizon, like Horizon Zero Dawn, could just have been someone fighting dinosaurs, right? But they added something that was unique to that's, it. Well, I mean, you're that's apples to oranges. Man. I've been playing it's not flashing forward Origins in the it's a... for the first time, and literally the first moment that a future thing popped up, I went, "Oh god damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> Which one's Origins? It's the Egypt one. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, that one's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, going back to Halo, I feel bad for Neil Bloomkamp who fucked up his body making that movie that never came out. Have you have you read about the story with that or no? no? No. So he was like riding in a warthog and I guess that they hit some type of bump and the gun turret went and smacked him in the fucking ear and like tore it almost completely off. He had to get like reconstructive oh. surgery and shit and just he never got to make the movie. <laughs> like he just got uh. that injury and that's it. That's a real fart. Yeah. That's yeah, they, a real fart in his they, face. They saw that. They took one look at that and was like, man, we can't let somebody who would let that happen to him make the Halo. <laughs> um, I will say in the range of like Tahoe's bothering Dave, wh- why the hell did they use Phil Collins in this trailer? <laughs> that is baffling. They, like They've been, they just fucking love doing that shit now, games, right? games like, that have memorable themes, like you've got the Zelda theme, you've got you know mario halo's Halo got a pretty has good one a pretty like oh, it's like cinematic and epic and shit yeah you don't need in the air tonight pop it out like a remake of fucking miami vice yeah <laughs> it's just completely it did seem choice. like as soon as i realized that's what the song was i started laughing yeah yes i just i don't understand the logic behind that choice um, I mean, I understand the re like wh- what they were thinking. It just wasn't, it just wasn't smart what they were thinking. I will say uh, this is finally probably going to be the thing that starts to get me thinking about signing up for uh, Paramount Plus, just because you know there yeah. really isn't a bunch of crap on there. But now they're getting this and the new Avatar cartoons, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's starting uh, to fill up with stuff that I would like to watch. Yeah, Beavis and Butthead is coming too, if you're into Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, that's cool. I did not. Mu- they like brought it back like I think like ten years ago, and those weren't bad. So mm-hmm. you know, we'll see how Mike Judge uh, keeps up with things. <laughs> also, the new mm-hmm. Jackass should be on there. So I, I'm not going to theaters oh, to yeah. watch that. So I'll be watching it. Well, I they, mean, <laughs> they also have a uh, Reno 911. And just I I just watched their hunt for QAnon, which was surprisingly decent. Uh, if yeah. like that's that's actually worth seeing on there. If people like, if you're someone who liked Reno Nine One One, the show, mm-hmm. you will actually like their QAnon movie. Also, I think uh, they have review, and I have not rewatched that. I oh really shit! Want to yeah. <laughs> Do they just have Comedy Central stuff? Because yeah, yeah. that's yeah, a reason they have to get Paramount a, Plus. A bunch of it. I think like the only there's like a. I think Nathan for you is on Max, but like most of the other stuff should mm. be on there. And Nathan uh, and South Park, but they did a they just did a deal where they're making like a bunch of movies for Paramount Plus. Yeah, because HBO Max yeah. spent all of this money to get like the show. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway. Right. <laughs> now, anyway, now we're just getting into like yeah. Oh, so so yeah, it's fucking Halo. Guys. 
<laughs> let's let's talk about this next trailer because sure. this trailer is, I think, way more compelling. Uh, this is called After Yang. It is A24 Colin Farrell indie bullshit. I'm so excited. Yeah. I am so um, happy that we've kind of like taken like it started happening maybe like five years ago, but I'm so glad that we had enough time after his bomb of trying to be like a big star leading man thing that we got him back in the wheelhouse of being a character actor, which is where he's so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we know where, it's, we know it's where a, he belongs. It's, now. it's because it, the same thing happened to Brad Pitt where it's yeah. like, he's, he's a character actor that looks like a leading man. So it, it took us like 10 years to figure that out with Colin Farrell, it's, where it's like, nah, yeah. he's not going to work in the lead. We got to put him back in the character parts. He's just parts. too darn pretty, yeah. Ben Affleck, too, but then he had to go and do a Batman and kind of <laughs> fuck it up. Mm. But yeah, this this trailer is apparently about a family who lost their AI helper, mm-hmm. uh, like their, their AI child, and it's about them like mourning the death of an a- AI uh, and that's like, I don't know, that's fun. I like that. That's, it's uh, that's a weird, yeah. yeah, it's a weird angle, uh, but not like an unrealistic one. You know, it's it's taking, I, I always like it when they do this exploring AI where they're like exploring like one little area of it that it's like, oh yeah, that would happen, I guess. Like, yeah. And there, People, there's also, yeah. I like it as a meditation on grief too, mm-hmm. uh, because you know, just it can take a lot of different forms and we experience it in a lot of different ways and sometimes in ways that don't make a lot of sense. Like you can grieve a job. Uh, right. so it's So it's, I like that it's talking about this subject in a, a quietly profound way, but not like in a very obvious way. You know what I mean? Like, right. you, it, yeah, which because... sounds weird to say in a, a, when in, about a movie that's about an AI child that, wanders off or something it's it's not entirely clear what happens i think he just vanishes i think something's happening where no he shuts like, down they oh, he say shuts down yeah okay. in the trailer like he he just gets like the blue screen of death or whatever like he just it, it, yeah his he's yeah, corrupted breaks. or whatever okay yeah and so like it yeah he just dies and it's a great i don't know it's a great idea it's like when watching this i was like oh this is like 10 times better than anything in the movie ai <laughs> like yeah you 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 took you took the movie AI and you looked at it and you're like wait no this is what this is what you talk about uh, and it's like yeah it explores like like you said grief it explores like you know it, are is AI people are they people you know all that crap um, and then like yeah them having to like struggle with the idea of like grieving this robot knowing it's a robot I don't know it it covers a lot of things that. Uh, in like a really, I don't know, simple plot or seemingly simple. Yeah, this is just like, there's just a lot of character and human nature stuff in there. And I just really like the actors that are lined up. Like, I mean, other than uh, Colin Farrell, we got uh, Jodie Turner-Smith, who has yeah. like yet to do yep. a bad performance. And Haley Lou Richardson keeps showing up in things, but she hasn't really had anything to break out. But I've never been disappointed when I see her, so... Right. Yeah. I'm also seeing here that Clifton Collins Jr. is in this Clifton movie Collins. somewhere. Yeah. So yeah. Now we, <laughs> now so we got a movie. I, I hope now we got a play, movie. <laughs> I hope he plays his character from Rules of Attraction. It's, I hope he just plays like uh, a, a cracked out drug dealer. It's kind of what he always plays. It's either yeah, that or like, you know, 
just sad sack comedy relief or whatever. Yeah. Or, what was it in uh, Traffic? He was also a narco crazy guy who then got the shit kicked right. out of him. So I just yeah. love Clifton Collins Jr. Yeah, he's the yeah, best. Yeah, he's always he's, a delight. He's one of the, uh, was, isn't he one of the vegan police? Yeah. <laughs> Scott I think, yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But my point, yeah, the point is, is just this is a movie where it's just like every time when you're like you're seeing it and then just some new actor pops up on screen, you're like, oh, my God, this is just a person I enjoy watching. And it's just, right. yeah, that and this director did a movie called Columbus um, a couple of years. Yeah, back that was really I haven't seen it. It was um, it has John Cho as a uh, Korean man who's like stuck in america his uh father i believe is dying and stuff and just he strikes up friendship with uh Haley lou richardson who's also in that as a student and just more human nature type stuff so um this filmmaker like this is his second movie and like the other stuff he's done has just mostly been like film essays and they're just always really interesting so i'm glad he's getting like a bigger platform so, yeah. yeah shit this looks, I don't know, this looks really good. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. I Yeah, and now I kind of want to look at these uh, video essays. He look, He did one about King of the Hill. Fuck, I want to see what that really is. They're really good. They're like through Sight and Sound. and like They've been on Sight and Sound and like a bunch of other like good film type of sites and things. But they're pretty mm. interesting essays and just like, um, he just has a lot to say. So it's just fun. Nice. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, uh, next trailer is for I Want You Back. This is a very, 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 or at least it looks like a very standard romantic comedy. Yeah, pretty derivative rom-com. It comes to coming to Amazon Prime in like a week or two, just in time for Valentine's Day. Uh, but it does star Charlie Day and uh, Jenny Slate. I like them both. This I like is them both. filled with I... people that you like. It's got Charlie Day. It's got Jenny Slate. It's got, um, shoot. From uh, the Good Place, uh, Manny Jacinto, and oh, that is him. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I couldn't yeah. recognize him with the long hair, but then when yeah. he took his shirt off, I was like, oh, those are the abs that they always oh. make fun of on Good Place. So, yeah, no, it's Jason Mendoza. Yeah, it's exactly Jason <laughs> Mendoza. And then, um, you know, uh, of course, it's got Scott Eastwood, who's. Eh. <laughs> so, whatever you know you he's can't just, win every he's, casting role but he's yeah. he's a face he's just like a he just dis i don't know he's like camouflage to me i can't see him it's yeah, yeah. but <laughs> with charlie day it's for me it's like whenever i see charlie day in a movie it's a long line of like ah oh, maybe next time buddy <laughs> like it, it, like he hasn't i feel like he hasn't done nearly enough in films as he deserves I feel does that he make sense needs to really like i think he needs to write something for himself yeah like, yeah i think he really needs i want to see him in something like, like that so yeah, yeah i i need him in something like really weird or really or like oddly serious you know like i want to see i want to see some just something different i don't know this this movie looks fine like there's no, nothing against this movie yeah this is just um, it's very movie, much a so. yeah. yeah 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 and it's probably very entertaining and it's probably got a lot of good jokes and uh, i mean again I, it's filled with talent I, so it's like fuck this is a you know shit i, I see why this movie exists so you know for those who haven't seen the trailer like the plan is jenny slate and charlie day were dating scott eastwood and 
what uh gina rodriguez that's the other actress yeah oh that's right yeah so that is, they were that dating is them they got broken up with and now their plan is to kind of screw up their new relationship so that they'll come back to them but i love that jenny slate's plan is to get into a three-way poly relationship with jason mendoza <laughs> yeah and yeah that gina is very rodriguez, funny gina rodriguez, and they're yeah. into it so it's just <laughs> i like the twist right. there it's kind of funny <laughs> yeah yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, but, it's I'm sure like yeah, there's nothing it's there's nothing I looked up no. who wrote it and it's the creators of How I Met Your Father. It's very like, okay, yeah, this is yeah. this is like and you, you can, know, you can see how comedy, it's, you can see how it's gonna end a mile away. Yeah. I mean you Yeah, know. they're gonna those two are gonna hook up with each other and, Oh, I was gonna say mass shooting, but yeah, what you're saying is oh, probably yeah, yeah. yeah. Well and mass shoot, yeah. Uh this is a um, prequel to Pacific Rim. So <laughs> Which, wait, Scott, yes, because isn't Scott Eastwood Scott Eastwood is, is in yeah. the second one, yeah. So that actually would work out. <laughs> yeah. This is, it's one of those things where we talked about another one where it's like, I don't, I can't look down on films like this because I, like, I watch a million horror films that take place in, like, the woods that are slow burns. You know what I yeah. mean? Where it's like, everybody has a genre that they're like, I don't care how derivative it is. I'm just going to keep watching it. Um, and so that's why it's like, eh, I'm not judging. This isn't like romantic comedies for me. It's like, I, I usually wait until there's like a real banger, you know, like ones that everybody's talking about. But for people who are like a junkie for this sort of stuff, it looks like a, it looks like a good installment. I look, I like rom-coms sometimes. It's just with this, this just looks like a solid rom-com, like a good B minus rather than something like, uh, oh God, remember Holiday? Oh no! I did not watch it. It was that movie with uh, Emma Roberts where Emma Roberts, yeah. <laughs> they just kept being dates for each other. Up. I think we did this on a hype cast, but oh man, it was awful. But yeah, what the fuck is this? I don't remember this movie at all. It's you should for not, the best. But like, yeah, <laughs> this is not the feeling you get when you see that crappy trailer. I'm just saying. So, yes, yeah. this is definitely it's above. Confident. Yes, this is this is the, again. This is like. Yes, very solid romantic comedy filled with talent. Yeah. It's it's probably very funny. Um, yeah, like uh, that. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was getting at too. Uh, I don't know. Looks fine. Should we talk about the next one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no exit. No exit. This movie. Um, first okay. draft. I'm, I'm, this is uh, yeah, I'm at, <laughs> Am I wrong in my I'm at what war I, the with note this I put? Movie. No, you're not. No, and I was just gonna uh, not. Okay. Yeah. It's, so the plot Yeah. Are you gonna do it? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll I was it. just gonna say I'm at war with this movie because I love Who Dennett's, but also I recognize from the trailer that this is a very, very terribly written Who Done It. This Yes, is... I it's based off a novel. Um Hooray. I, <laughs> yeah. I I if they well, I think they could have tweaked it to like so the plot is a, a woman breaks out of rehab and she stops at a, uh, rest stop. a at a rest stop because there's um, a she's trying store. to get to Salt Lake City. Yeah, she's trying to get to Salt Lake City to see her mom who's sick. That's why she broke out. And she goes in and there's like something like six people in there in the rest stop. She goes outside to like find a cell phone signal because, you know, no phones. And she sees that there are children kidnapped in one of the vans outside appears to be a child but yeah a child and so one of the people in the rest stop owns that van obviously or maybe like we don't uh, 
this is we the problem. We don't know. It's just parked there. We don't yeah. know because she doesn't ask anyone. She just quietly goes back in and like is like quietly trying to figure it out, which I said, like, why don't you walk in and go, hey, whose fan is that? Or why is like, hey, locked in that child yeah. Who kidnapped you? And here's the thing. Yeah. Everyone in the rest stop is very distinct. You have Dennis Haysbert. You have. Uh, sure do. <laughs> oh God! The actress from um, Breaking Bad who played the uh, meth lady. Yeah. Okay. So there's you have a large black guy. You have a small, tiny, uh, skinny, scrawny little white guy. You have a old white woman, and you have a Latino man. Very distinct people. You could just ask her, "Who is the person that took you?" and find out within two seconds. <laughs> How is this yes, not solved? You could. <laughs> Well, okay, even if even if the kid says, oh, I didn't see them or something, there are more people in there that are not kidnappers. Right. So you can go in and you can just say, hey, somebody kidnapped a child. Uh, well, there's a van a out there. You, I need help. Yeah, yeah, the there's also the car. The she's there is because the police told her to go there. She could just drive to the police officer that told her to go there and say, Hey, someone has mm-hmm. a child in the car. There's yeah. yeah, this it maybe all right, maybe the maybe it explains it in the plot, right? I don't, I don't think, think it so. will. This I don't think so either. No, it seems it, it seems like they got came with the premise what if, you know, it's it's a who done it at a at a visitor it, center where in, in a snowed out road but with kidnapping yeah. instead of murder and right. it's just too much Which ruins the it bullshit. ruins the plot. Yeah. yeah. It ruins it because we're already but starting it, from a place where she has to break out of rehab and can't come back. So oh. it's one hat. And then it's like uh, this additional element of it being a kidnapping instead of a murder kind of ruins the and then they were yeah. none formula because right. and the it, kidnapped it, uh, person can just tell you who did it. it. It's all hinged from the trailer. It's all hinged. The movie only exists because the lead character is a fucking idiot. Everyone's a moron. Like, that's what it is. And it's just mistake after mistake. And, oh, uh, the sweatiness of when she's escaping the rehab center and she runs through a door that has a huge no exit on it. And that's the yeah. title yep. of the movie. Mm. Like, yeah, that wasn't, this is, that wasn't great. Like I said, this is first draft. Like, this is the thing that you write and then you give to your writer's friend and, like, do you got notes? And we would all have a lot of notes on this bullshit if yeah. we had gotten this. Yeah. It just, again, haven't seen the movie. Yeah. So maybe there's some, you know, maybe it turns out these are all characters in the mind of one killer who's being, like, assessed. Mm-hmm. Would not yeah. be surprised uh, if they went with that extra hat yeah. on top of um, the hat. On top of the hat. Yeah. And uh, and Ray Liotta's there. Ray Liotta's like, John Cusack is there. Yeah. Um, but my point is that, like, okay, I'm just judging from the trailer, but the f- the problem the trailer presents is just so obvious. Yeah. <laughs> like, how to solve it. Yeah. It's so, like, okay, assuming, let's say, the car broke. Like, assuming they there's nothing they can do, no cops, you would still, at the very least, say to the group, there's a child kidnapped out there. One of you's the kidnapper. The rest of us aren't. Let's just go out. Whose car is whose? Like, that's it. Everybody, open your car. And then the person who hasn't opened their car, guess what? You're the kidnapper. Pretty sure they're the kidnapper, yeah. Yeah, all you have to do is fucking speak up. That's it. And this character, apparently, is just going to clam up and sit there and create the movie. That's just so, mm, that's so bad. I, I hope the movie solves this in some way, but the trailer, my God. I have a feeling... It's ex- 
it's a solve quote unquote for that is going to be the fact that she broke out of rehab. And if she tells the police who she is, she'll have to, she'll go to prison. I, I'm willing to bet that's the reason why. Right. Which just makes her an asshole. Yeah. Just, yeah. It it makes her, uh, an asshole Uh, as well as stupid. So it's, yeah, it's just, it's hard to watch the trailer. It's hard to watch it because you're just screaming at it the whole time. Yeah. Because you don't have to tell them who you are. To say there are children out there, or there's a child kidnapped out there. Yeah. Like, there's not, I don't think there's a cop at the rest stop. Also, I'm pretty, I, is there? I'm pretty Maybe. sure if you said to a judge, hey, yeah, I broke out because my mom was sick and dying, and in the process of doing this, I stopped a human trafficking ring, they're probably going to reduce your sentence maybe by a couple of years. So. Right. But that is very clearly why yeah. they did the rehab for that yeah. reason, which is, oh, she can't tell anybody. It's like, really? Like, make her, you should have made the person do something really bad. Yeah. Like, have the person murder someone, like, in an armed robbery or something, and is on the run. You know what I mean? Like, do, do then do something to make them, like, make them not a good character to begin with. And then work with that or something. It's just there's but so this much is just, rough stuff mm. in here. It's this needed several passes. I I don't know what the it book really is did. like, so I'm not gonna comment on that. But I don't know. This, as a movie, there's too many just like blatant flaws where you're just like, this makes no sense. Why would you write this? Yeah. But again, I yeah, maybe something amazing is in the actual movie. Like I I want to give it to the benefit of the doubt, but that's fair. M- yeah. But. I'm going to say probably not, but, you know. No. I, I'm also going to say probably not, to we've, be honest. We've been wrong before. Yes. I look we have been wrong to before. reading the Wikipedia summary for this movie when it comes out to find out the mystery mm-hmm. and never watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, can, mm-hmm. you could save yourself uh, some time and read the Wikipedia summary of the book. There is not yeah. one for that. I did that right after watching the trailer so I could see if that was the solve. <laughs> that was not what happened. <laughs> yeah. Ah, damn it. Which leads uh, me to think well, that I'm the not gonna book might not it. be that good if there's not even a book <laughs> summary on it. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, let's talk about this uh, expired cyberpunk Hugo Weaving. This oh, a- man. This, this looks, looks t- terrible, but Hugo Weaving <laughs> playing like old sci-fi mentor, I'm all on board. This looks like a I- completely on board. series. <laughs> it really does. It looks so. Uh, Man, so it looks budget. so bad. Yeah, it looks low budget, but I I'm hopeful about the actual plot. Um, really, <laughs> I have no reason to be. Like the pl- I have no reason to be. I'm just. I. It's more of like I'm rooting for them. They have done multiple movies with Hugo Weaving, this director. So they're like I don't know Hugo Weaving's buddy. It does look very low budget, and uh, you know. Yeah. It's kind of very basic cyberpunk too. It's like he's like shutting down or what is with like Well, he's seeing I've, he's seeing a woman that may or may not be there it's, and it it's it's potentially related to his augments, I guess. I think is he that, yeah. I, when I, I was reading the summary it says that he gets a virus from like a failed thing and that's what's getting at him where I don't know where the hell that happened, but I do know that they just said like, "Hey, if you go see this woman, we'll kill you." And he's like I'm going to go see this woman. So clearly his horniness is the thing that's causing all of his angst. So that's the virus. Yeah. Yeah. The horny yeah, virus. The, so. the virus is his boner. Have we not figured out like, I'm trying to think of cyberpunk movies mm-hmm. and they all feel they're feel like they're kind of samey in their plots. Yeah. 
Like, there's a lot of, like, don't go around this woman, or, like, I... And the I, woman is always filmed in neon. Yeah, or, or like, I, I... Yeah, it's it's robots, or, like, there's augmentations. Um, like, even Blade Runner, which is a great film. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't... Like, it's it doesn't speak to quality. It's just, like, it feels like cyberpunk is one of those settings that we could do a lot more plots with, and we aren't. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels like it feels like the main like all the touchstone cyberpunk movies kind of get stuck on the same like two points to make. Yeah, they all want to be like noirs. They all want to be like like very noir, and yeah, uh, uh, usually have to do with yeah the corporation. They even say the corporation in this. Well, I mean that's part of cyberpunk. Yeah. Like that's in its DNA. That's true. That's very true. Um, it's, but it just, yeah, but that's like the surface level uh, element of cyberpunk. So yeah, you're right. It would be like nice to see a movie that goes a little bit deeper than that, or like tackles some other issue that's related, but not necessarily just about how the corporations are using technology, consumer electronics technology, to control your life. It's like yeah, we know. It's the problem with this is yeah. that like I don't mind low budget you know sci-fi and stuff because there's a lot of great low budget no. sci-fi. But then the yeah. story is just so small and uninteresting, and that's why, like I said, it feels like a, it feels like a Crackle original or like a Hulu show from like twelve years ago when they were just starting to do original shit. And it's yeah. just, eh. <laughs> I mean, I wonder. I wonder if that has something to do with like why they, a lot of them tend to zero in on these smaller noirish. Uh, kind of basic storylines is because of the budget limitations. Yeah, maybe like no one is green lighting cyberpunk. But I mean, even so. with that, like, like Hugo Weaving's in this. I feel like you might have been able to get away if you had a more charismatic lead and not like the brother from True Blood that I don't mm-hmm. remember what his name is. It's just yeah. So uh, uh, Final Destination Three's Ryan Quanton. That's where nice. Yeah, Final Destination Three. Oh my god. All right. I mean, he was on True Blood as well, but I never watched True Blood. You know, so. you know what else is technically, I think, technically cyberpunk, and involves Hugo Weaving, uh, and doesn't have a noir plot, Cloud Atlas. So there's that. I don't know if I would call that cyberpunk, but it sure. has cyberpunk sequences, right? The the robot lady in the future. Oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's cyberpunky. Yeah, look, too. I'm reaching. I'm really reaching. I'm really reaching. Did they put Asian face on Hugo Weaving in they that movie? Do on, I remember that correctly? They put it on what's his fucking name? Um, not Ben Wishaw. They put it on somebody. No, Ben Wishaw only plays the one character. Yeah. Is it Hanks? It's oh man. Jeez. I haven't seen it in a minute. There's definitely someone who has some Asian face in there, and you're like, oh, no, because they're all supposed to be playing the same souls, so they just keep right. their look. Yeah. And it's just, that was where it was like, oh, you, you made a mistake. Apparently, the book is really <laughs> interesting, because yeah. it switches writing styles through the different like time periods, like just mid-sentence yeah, I've, and stuff. So. I've, I've, I've read it, actually, because I... I I kind of like Cloud Atlas. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't mind Cloud I, Atlas. I recognize that it was. Uh, I recognize the, the decision they made uh, and why it was a mistake. So does it work better <laughs> yes. as like prose with like the switching of writing styles and things? It, it, yeah, cool. it's it's written like kind of a, in an elliptical way. Right. Um, 
so the stories break up and then come back together uh, later on down uh, towards the end of the book if it makes sense yeah. like in a yeah um i do i anyway. definitely see what they were trying to do in the movie because they were switching they had like all sorts of they had like white face they had like everybody swapping every race it's, it's yeah, just the idea is supposed know, to be the same soul going yeah. through centuries but so i get the idea and why they did it and it's just yeah. like oh man <laughs> maybe <laughs> don't they, do that though what they could do is not like they could just have the actor they could maybe perhaps not put hugh grant in blackface you yes. know like perhaps don't do that yeah. uh, i mean if we could have a bob dylan movie where four different actors play bob dylan and you get that they're supposed to be bob dylan you don't really need to right. put them in different face to make you understand that a soul is transferable right i i think that maybe that was a yeah. misstep but yeah i do i do like the idea of cloud atlas a lot the trailer was really great uh, yeah. yeah good trailer um what were we talking about expired we're talking about expired yeah. oh the only other thing is old hugo weaving i was like god damn it I kind of wish we got this kind of Agent Smith. Like, I I get why they didn't make him Agent Smith in the new one, but like, I don't know. Kind of wanted to see this like sinister, grizzled old Hugo Weaving worked somewhere in there. But yeah, you know what you are got, you, you guys could have made room for him. They could have made I mean, room for him. Having yeah, dueling beards and shoulder length hair. Hell yeah, yeah. that's the I matrix it, I want to see. Yeah, what it comes down to is I I just need more Hugo Weaving. Like Honestly, he's been yeah. kind of, you know, like he's hasn't really. We need Hugo Weaving around. in an Amazon rom com with Charlie Day and Jenny Slate. Fine, yeah, whatever it'll take. Yeah, yeah trying to I be just... his, trying to be his third <laughs> in the relationship. I was thinking that we might <laughs> swing. <laughs> <laughs> But it does feel like Hugo Weaving after the Matrix, every attempt he made to like do mainstream stuff has been him being like, okay, I guess it's not working out. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like the early two thousands for me, and then after that, he's just making fucking uh, Mortal Engines and shit. And yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know, man. We can probably move on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, my best friend Anne Frank is this next one. Is this um, based on, like, I was going to say based on a true story, which sounds like I'm making a joke. Is it yes. based on true events? Yeah. The, as far as I know. Are both, uh, well, Anne Frank is obviously a real person, but also the uh, yeah. girl in the movie that they're doing, that's an actual relationship that uh, Anne Frank had as a friendship and that they met. So, yeah, this is really Yeah, cool. I'm looking. It's based on her memoirs. Yeah uh of of Anne Frank's friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. And yeah, she's still alive. She's 93. God damn. This is I mean good for her. With the shit that happened with Mouse last week, like yeah, we kind of yeah. still need movies that hit on this stuff we, because people done fucking forgot when the whole thing yeah, was never there was forget. that There was that and like I'm not accusing this of being that because I haven't seen this. There was that people pointing out the, or there was someone doing a tweet thread about, he called it what, the pajamification yes. of teaching, yeah. where it's like this very, like, not made by people who actually experienced it or were close to it. This obviously isn't that because it's based off memoirs. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, yeah, it's it's the it's the life is beautiful, which, you know, it's... where it's like there's a place for stuff like that. But, yeah, I get, I get why... 
somebody had a great thread uh, when they were talking about mouse and like one of the reasons that it makes a lot of people uncomfortable is due to the fact that there's no heroic American moment of like you know troops coming in or Mm -hmm. any like Christian savior type thing and it's just the brutal bleakness of what happened and then in the second book it's um, Art Spielman dealing with you know having done the book itself and with Anne Frank same thing like you know she does not get saved spoiler alert for someone who didn't follow up World War II history but yeah yeah it's sometimes you need the stuff that just slaps you in your face and it's like yeah it wasn't like Tom Hanks saving the day or whatever right what it type thing because that shit happens What it is, what it is, is uh, to go back to the, the quote pajamification. That is a reference to the the boy in the striped pajamas, which I haven't seen, so I'm not gonna. Uh, it's, a, it's a book, I thought. It's a book and a movie, um, and I I assume it's a movie that they like show to kids pre- pretty often, just because it's like that's easier. But it's also a book. Um, I think what they're speaking to is, and what you're speaking to, Logan, is like. When you're writing a movie, it's like everything has to be like cinematic, right? And it's like some things just aren't. Some things are just a fucking bummer. (laughs) Some things just happened. Uh, And and so like it's that weird instinct to like change it and make it like feel more like, I don't know, hopeful Mm -hmm. or something like that. Or like, yeah, tie it up with a nice ribbon. And I think that's what that's speaking to is that instinct. It also when telling these stories. Also, the the pajamification reference sort of refers to the sanitizing of it or the PGification of it. So it's like, right. well, we can't actually show you what went on. Just it's just enough Which for again, you to know like, that he goes back to the fence one morning and the boy in the striped pajamas isn't there anymore. Right. Yeah. Which again, I think speaks to like Hollywood. Like obviously, Hollywood is the the, the thing that. Uh, started that necessarily but it like really sums it all up because it's also like yeah these stories are less and less as we get farther away from it it's just going to be told by people who are less connected to it who are just trying to tell a story who yeah oh it can't be too shocking can't can't upset people uh and so yeah i don't i don't know part of the thing of like honoring shit like that in other stuff where it's uncomfortable is that sometimes the art needs to make you uncomfortable to actually mm-hmm. right. shock you back into that. And that's that's one of the biggest problems I have with like a lot of the current crop of stuff that has been popping up with like the Iraq war movies or any of like the Afghanistan movies is just Oh God, I can't even imagine it's really how history's gonna look at that shit. that shit because it's really not getting at that area and stuff and just I mean especially nazis are coming back i kind of think we need some of that stuff to just keep that kind of discomfort alive because that's how you really put it on yourself not to want to see that shit happen again yeah i i will say this movie has potential for at least being true to reality because i'm looking at the director Mm. And he just he just looks like a bleak motherfucker. Yeah, it's a Danish uh, guy. You know, it's not. Hollywood yeah, exactly. Made, so, yeah. Listen, he he is not smiling in his picture. He is. Uh, <laughs> he looks kind of made... like a looks kind of like a dude that just made a Holocaust yeah, movie. It's not a exactly. picture of him at the teacups at Disney World or something. 
<laughs> right. He's not. And like all of his movies is like, yeah, he's clearly not trying to like, like kill it at the box office. <laughs> like he's, he's just making movies. Uh, this is a Netflix uh, one, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is it? Yeah. I, yeah wow. This is going to be, it's a Dutch film that is getting picked up by Netflix. Yeah. I assume it's going to be uh fucking brutal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I have nothing more to say about this movie itself because trailer looks good. Everybody looks like they're doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's tough to be like hyped about a Holocaust movie, <laughs> but it does look good. Yeah. 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 No one's, no one's like, you know, this, no one's going on opening night and like really pumped, it, you yeah, know? Yeah. Nobody's. <laughs> going in cosplay of their favorite character no no they certainly aren't like it's half-assed no and it doesn't it doesn't look like it's sanitizing anything and it also doesn't look like it's overly uh exploited here's what i'll say is like it feels like it's focused on these people's relationship and the fact that these are fucking these are real people, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I do think that's important. Like, even if they don't focus on, uh, you know, the really, the the the, if they don't like, if they're just focusing on these people more than anything else, like I I see a value in that. Um, but again, haven't seen the movie, so yeah, just guessing here. Um, all right. Do we want to talk about uh? Another true story movie that's coming out or show? Oh, yeah. Is this a show? It's a show. It's just a limited series. Is there okay? This is the offer. Yes. Is there another one of these coming out? Like I feel like there's more than one there movie about. Might be. I got so yeah. mad at this trailer because for like three of the trailers that I watched before it, I kept getting this ad before those. So I watched the oh, thing like. 15 seconds of this fucking trailer like six times in a row before i actually got to watch it and yeah, yeah it's so uh, okay so I mean, hold on that, yeah. no uh, no offense against this one mm-hmm. but there is a barry levinson film coming out with oscar isaac as coppola and jake gyllenhaal as robert evans and quite frankly that just feels like the better one, right? Yeah. We'll see. I mean, off yeah. the bat, I don't want to punch any of the lead actors in the face. Like, you know, <laughs> the man with this the is, most punchable is... face in the world. <laughs> Miles right, Teller. Yes. Yeah. So it, the, the yeah. offer, it, I can't remember if we said it or not. The offer is a miniseries coming to Paramount Plus about the making of The Godfather. Yeah. Which was shut down for a couple of weeks because some dickhead didn't get his fucking vaccine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, wonder who they fuck are. i'm sorry Fran- so it's called francis and the godfather <laughs> directed by bearing levinson elizabeth moss is eleanor coppola mm-hmm. ellie fanning's in it motherfucker this i'm sorry i i know we're talking about a totally different thing but it's just like this is right here this uh, is the one the tv one that we're talking about that's the one that yes. army hammer got yanked off of right and he got replaced Correct. by marlon seller but he yeah no he was shit. he was in the Miles Teller role yeah. as Albert S. Ruddy, oh. um, and this one has a 
uh, Matthew Good as Robert Evans. I would have liked um, to have yeah. seen our Robert Evans as Robert Evans with Robert no Evans explanation Evans. Oh, yeah, whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Miles Teller, I thought he was doing Pacino at first in this trailer. Um, he's Albert Ruddy. He's Who Albert is Ruddy. that? What did he do? He's producer. Yeah. He's the producer. Yeah. Sorry, I only only like glom onto Robert Evans just because well, of because Robert is the famous one. Yeah. He's the yeah exactly. Um, Dan Fogler as Coppola. That yeah, that works. That, that it, works. It, it looks the, the one really shot we good in that when they bring yeah. him out and he yeah. starts talking, it's he looks really great as Coppola. He's he's yeah. pretty excellent casting, yeah. and Matthew Good looks a lot like Robert he gets Evans the too. Accent down yeah. perfectly for Evans, but yeah. Yeah, overall, because it would be really, it would be really easy to to go into to dip into parody yeah, playing Robert Evans because Robert Evans, yeah, has a very. If you've never seen any video uh, of Robert Evans speaking, um, he's very imitative. It would be like somebody trying to play Christopher Walken yeah. and like resisting the urge yeah. to do a Christopher Walken Robert impression. Evans uh, remember is a his character- uh like onto himself it's like if you were trying yeah. to play jack nicholson or like you said walk in or something like that it's i he's mean his own he thing. he literally starred in his own cartoon about himself that <laughs> yeah, did not did. last uh i'd forgotten yeah. about that yeah. kid notorious baby with a uh, slash yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah this i don't know i it is I'm Part really of it for excited me, for this. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Me too. Part of it, though, I have to admit, is the like, it's not, I guess it wouldn't be called stunt casting, but it's just, I want to see them do the things. Like, I, Marlon Brando is going to be in this, um, or the character, I guess. Uh, Burt Reynolds, someone's playing Burt Reynolds. Uh, someone's playing Al Pacino. I'm just like Sinatra going through. And it's it. like, yeah, yeah, and it's like, God, I got to see that. I just, I want to see their versions they're of gonna these be people. pretty pretty small roles i imagine i imagine because it's about the making of the movie but yeah is this being um, show run or like developed by a name it's directed by dexter fletcher okay is that the star wars character no no that's dexter jetster uh oh, okay. dexter fletcher is soap <laughs> from lockstock he directed um rocket man most recently yeah, yeah 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 and also he finished directing bohemian rhapsody when brian singer got had to had to flee the country I'm right so that it's not the star wars character the <laughs> <laughs> minute you click on it and it's just the fucking it's just the fucking he diner the owner nasty ass fucking pullover t-shirt yeah. with the fucking apron hello dex <laughs> it's the writer of deep impact and changing lanes so to me that's good yeah, it's a it's a hit it's a hit machine. Yeah. This 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 movie, everyone involved is just has they the also, Midas touch. Yeah, it uh, yeah. I mean, it is a the making of the Godfather. Like, it's not. I feel like they're gonna have to stretch it a little bit. Like, honestly, I feel like this is more of something you do as a movie than as a series. Like, if we're doing, I mean, the, the uh, making of the making of the movie is really interesting, and they did. It is like the mob was against it. Like they they had to like work with the mob so that nobody would get hurt right um, i just i feel like this is going to be the most exaggerated version if they, of, maybe you know what i mean because they're trying to fill out episode or yeah episodes of a tv show and like it is everything i read about it and like you know that what is that robert evans book uh kids stays yeah. in the picture mm-hmm. all the stuff is like yeah it is very fascinating 
but like i i don't know i i i obviously there's two things being made about this so there's enough here i wonder if there was like competing scripts doesn't matter hollywood just likes making stuff I just, about hollywood if they do a season yeah two, oh yeah i would like them to continue the coppola thing and do one about the making of apocalypse now because that is a <laughs> fucking crazy story i was about <laughs> to say i guess disappears into the jungle <laughs> oh my god yeah i i guess that's what i was getting at is like it feels like there's like a coppola a series about coppola would be more interesting or something like that making of jack yeah fuck <laughs> yeah hell yeah it is it's just or like a or like something about uh robert Peggy evans Sue as well got married <laughs> oh actually dracula that would be kind of an interesting thing uh, well yeah you'd have to do Dracula. yeah yeah so yeah we should just make this um, an ongoing uh francis ford coppola series where it's just dan yeah <laughs> oh it just keeps <laughs> getting playing him and getting older and more coked out I was going to say progressively uh, aged and more full of cocaine yeah. <laughs> as yeah. the series progresses. I mean, that'd be, am- yeah, it's just, um, it's Goodfellas. Like it's yeah, Ray yeah. Liotta and Goodfellas. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I want. It's, if this is, on, this is on Paramount. So if I'm going to be getting it to like yeah. watch the Halo thing and the other stuff, like I'll definitely at least give like a couple episodes just to see how it yeah, goes. Yeah, I think. I think I'm gonna this watch is gonna this be whole re- thing, yeah. Yeah, I think this is gonna be. I'm, I'm very excited for it. It's, yeah, uh, it looks neat. Yeah. It does. It, it doesn't come out until April, though, so we got some time. Mm-hmm. We got some time. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm on board. Yeah, I still want to see Oscar Isaac as Coppola as well. Well, though. yeah, I'm gonna watch that one like, too. That's man, <laughs> like. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna only watch one. That's Dave. We we don't have to pick. We can, pick ha- we can have both. You gotta pick one. No, this is America. I can uh, have it hey, all. Hey, hey, hey. This we is can America. Add into the Coppola verse, where just portals yeah. open up and Oscar <laughs> Isaac oh my Coppola God, all walks the different through. Coppolas? And then that would then that Dan would only Fogler Coppola. Oh, fuck. That would only work if then uh, Coppola himself. Real Coppola is one walks of them. out with his fucking wine, just like yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh Coppola! Man. I mean, directed by. Now Sam. we got a movie. <laughs> now we got a movie. Yeah, we do. Uh, we got. We got to talk about this next trailer. Um, yeah. Father, how is... will we talk about this trailer? <laughs> uh, I want to be a real boy. <laughs> I want. I want to wait. I want to start with the title alone. Yes. Because yeah. it's called Pinocchio, a true story. <laughs> I don't know and what immediately that means. I was like, no, it's not. I don't know what that means. <laughs> when I first when I first saw that clip on Twitter, like I almost you, you, broke yeah. the sound barrier sending it to you guys because <laughs> and the voice. The voice just I couldn't believe it. What the so fuck? So what Well, if you didn't see it online, um Pinocchio is being played by Polly Shore, yeah. which I don't know. Nothing against Polly Shore himself, but not exactly Pinocchio in my head. Uh, and then fucking, uh, who's playing the horse? Is that That's Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite? Napoleon Dynamite? John Hader, yeah, John. Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> it's even you want to know even the crazier thing because we did it. We actually uh, Tiago wrote an article about this at Crack today. There are four fucking Pinocchio movies coming out this year. <laughs> Hell oh yeah, yeah. It, 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 Tom Kenny plays Geppetto in this one, and he plays Pinocchio mm-hmm. in another one. That's amazing. So Listen, he's getting, gonna, he's getting paid. Yeah. yeah, he's getting but this, paid. 
this is going to be the one, right? Like, this is going to blow the Guillermo del Toro one out of the water. Mm-hmm. This is this is the one. It's the animation looks Shrek era. The animation well, it looks, looks exactly even pre Shrek. Get when you see a Russian-made Pinocchio film that is coming from a studio you've never heard of. <laughs> And that's what this exactly. is. Exactly. I was, yeah, I was about to swoop in with that tidbit. This is merely the English language cast recording of a Russian film from two years ago. Yeah. That seems like it was animated 17 years ago. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. It's, okay. it's like, it's the, the animation quality is a serial commercial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, uh, the best thing they did then is get Polly Shore. Because that is kind of yeah. Because we're talking about it, yeah, right? Yeah. Like I, I just looked up. There are so obviously because it's I, you know, uh, there are so many Pinocchio films, right? We've just we turn them out once one a year. One with Drew um, Carey, which you know. One with Drew we Carey. We saw. Yeah. So yeah. Boy, there's did one we. called there's one called Pinocchio in Outer Space. That is yeah, oh wow. Fuck it. Throw them into space. Well, okay. I want to watch this. You know when it was made? No. 1965. Well, so, yeah. like, this wasn't even when we were scraping bottom of the barrel. Someone was like, outer space. We need to do it immediately. The um, other one that Tom Kenny is voicing is called Pinocchio and the Water of Life, which. Oh, so oh, good. The poster Fuck has yeah. him riding a motorcycle. So. Is the motorcycle made of wood? No, it is no, like a it's not. I'm looking at it. looking bike that he's riding out of a rainbow, and it also has Phil Lamar, so. Yeah. They're really making some no, I mean, choices right now. Yeah. Listen, and, Pinocchio's a, 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 a giant sandbox, um, and you can build whatever you want to in it. Apparently, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm like two projects of Pinocchio away from just grabbing his wooden ass and throwing him in a wood chepper like he's Steve Buscemi in Fargo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a better Did use of a wood chepper, right? The like that's plot of this true story. Like he joins. The I don't know what it is. Circus? When did the... he joins the? Well, circus yeah, he joins Stromboli's circus. <laughs> yeah, and then he has to rescue her. It's like. I'm not clear what the true story refers to. Like he joins Stromboli's circus, but also he becomes like a like a world famous star, and he has to do a bunch of action shit with his pet horse John Heater yeah. to save this woman he's fallen in love with. They're I, listen. They're 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 really jazzing on the story of Pinocchio in yeah, this film. I, so I need to describe the poster. So. I'm I'm looking at it now. It's an all white background. Uh-huh. Um, it's a picture of Pinocchio like making a pose that I don't know what the pose means. He has like <laughs> it's his... impossible to decipher. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's holding an invisible box. Yeah. Um, it says coming to 2020, most popular, not the most, <laughs> most popular fairy tale in the world. Parentheses 35 million books, millions, 35 millions books sold worldwide. And it's like I don't know why you needed that. And then Pinocchio, a true story, which, again, not sure why it's a true story. And on the bottom, it's supposed to say, follow your dream. Uh, but it looks like, like it says, follow, follow, your, follow dread. your dread. Yeah. <laughs> it really looks like follow your dread. It's, it's kind of the best poster ever. I love this movie. We're going to watch it. I want we're gonna watch this movie. We probably are gonna watch this. I yeah, love when I look we'll do up it this and um. For this, I can't find any information regarding anything, but just 
There's no like this was a... there's nothing on the budget. There's nothing on like how long it took to make. It just popped up out of nowhere, and we just heard Polly Shore say, "Father, when can I leave Father. to be on my own? I've got the whole see. <laughs> and just this is it this world its way into our hearts. <laughs> this movie is a it's a money laundering scheme. Oh, I was going to say this this movie this movie is like terrorism from Russia. This right? is, this is this was made we, two this is years a ago we, before NFTs were really a viable option for your money laundering schemes. Right. There's also I want to also note the top cast list. So John Hader, Polly Shore, Tom Kenny, and then there's someone whose name it's very Russian. I can't pronounce it. There's only four people listed, and the fourth one. Their picture is them of Pinocchio. With a growing <laughs> like nose. Like them as Pinocchio. Yeah. yeah, but they're not playing Pinocchio. That's just their IMDb they profile picture. Like, maybe that was like the Russian voice. Right, maybe they're like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't know what it is. I don't know what this is. I just. It's impossible to say. Yeah, this, oh, man. <laughs> but we're going to watch it. It. It's amazing just how bad this looks in terms of just like animation quality. Like there are better it's, it's perfect. There's better animation for like Candy Crush type app commercials that yeah. you see. Yeah, like I said, cereal commercial yeah. is the yeah. is the uh, threshold cereal here. Cereal commercial of like Honeycomb from the 90s had better CGI than this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh all and right. There's three Final other trailer. Of them three other pinocchios yeah. to go through just this i want year. this to be a whole franchise this one specifically yeah. my pinocchio yeah. it's just input this past week has been like at least 700 percent more than i envisioned it being <laughs> there's too that's much the, pinocchio that is the thing is uh, personally look it's a beloved story as the poster said it has many Mil- over many millions, millions books <laughs> yeah personally i could do without a i could do with no Pinocchios. Like, I never needed a Pinocchio. I never needed it. It's the story of an old man who wants a boy and then makes a puppet Uh that comes to life because a fairy does, and then it becomes part of a donkey show Mm -hmm. and then turns into a real boy. I didn't need that story. I didn't need it told to me. I desperately need that story, Dave. I'm going to call it, and (laughs) we are definitely at least a year or two away before Pinocchio where it's some type of adult comedy featuring a female like doll that comes to life like a sex doll. Pinoche. It's going to be Pinoche. a horny movie. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing if there's there's got to I mean, be a that's, Pinocchio. That's like that's like the next stage of psychic warfare. Yeah. Like yeah. first you release Pinocchio this Pinocchio porn. and then you and then you release sexy Pinocchio like Pinocchio who fucks. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, I, I just looked at Vin Pinocchio Diesel. in the water of life. Why haven't we had a Vin Diesel it, Pinocchio? Not just like oh my god, I don't that would be like voice. I mean, he just is Vin Diesel. Like, with oh, I was thinking like he voices every character. No, I want a live action one where it's Vin Diesel with like shitty line makeups on his mouth to make him look like a puppet. He's just like, I want to be oh, a real yeah. boy, Geppetto. This is about all right. Look, 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 all right, picture this: Vin Diesel, that makeup, uh, on stage, one man show. Obviously, yes. I would. Yeah, Only like add I, Hugo Weaving as Geppetto. <laughs> to bring it full circle. I guess. Yeah. Geppetto no is monstro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not Geppetto is monstro. <laughs> Hugo Weaving is monstro. Uh, all right. We need to move on to this last trailer. 
This is um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre on the Netflix. Is this the Texas Chainsaw um, Massacre that came out two years ago or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that came out three <laughs> years ago or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that came out 25 years ago that was also called Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Right, or this the one that'll come out them. 10 years from now. It's a, it's a brand new one, Logan. First of all, it's... All right, so I'm... Look, this looks fine. It, it doesn't look bad. I disagree. But, <laughs> I'm instantly well. I'm instantly offended by anything that uh, that wants me to ignore Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. I'm as well like, you should this. be as well you should be. Yeah, like right away I'm like uh uh-uh. uh nope not gonna do that. That's that's movie is fantastic. The best one. That movie has Dennis <laughs> Hopper. Texas in it. Chainsaw two is good, and I have a soft spot for the Matthew McConaughey Renee Zellweger one because that is fucking yeah. insane. After that, I did yeah. not need any more Texas Chainsaw movies. Yeah. Um. I I really want to I really want to put my foot down. We don't need so if Holly uh, Mr. Hollywood you're listening. Mm-hmm. We don't need every horror franchise to be re, to be sequeled with the final girl from the original to be back. This is even worse. Like I, this is even worse. It's, it's not, not the, the same, same actress. She died in 2016. It's just some yeah. random old woman. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's the same character. I looked yeah. into it to make sure. Um like we don't very like if if you're an elderly person who when you were like a teenager experienced a trauma like your friends were all killed by someone very rarely do you want to revisit that like in general most people don't need to revisit it and so like especially with texas chainsaw the idea of this woman being like i've been waiting for you and it's like really leatherface i would want to get as fucking far away from him as possible like I wouldn't like it's not Michael Myers where it's like like depending on which storyline it's her brother or whatever it's it's like no this I I she got away barely and she was traumatized at the end of that movie but they show in this trailer like news clippings of survivor of a killer and that thing. Where the fuck is the FBI? How have they not right? Caught- like why they did the, know why where did the their national guards? Dis- yeah, <laughs> how is this still a thing? This would have been solved within like Jesus Christ in <laughs> Texas. They would have just nuked the place. This is the seventies yeah. with Texas law enforcement. They would have fucking gone. I was gonna full say the fire on that goddamn house. <laughs> I was gonna say a posse would have got there before the cops did. Yeah. 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 This is how, oh, we it's, just, you know, she thought it was 223 murder face lane, but it was 224, so we went at the wrong house. Oops, our bad. He just lived there for 30 more years. What the fuck? It's It's kind of why those sequels were perfect because it's one of those where like when the first one ends, mm-hmm. that's exactly where the story needs to end. Exactly. It's perfect. That movie is perfect. It's not just that it's like first and that it's campy. Um, it's just it's a it's perfect slasher film. Uh, everything about it, and and so like yeah, you don't extend that story for what you guys are saying. So what do you do? You do something fucking uh, just balls out crazy for the sequels because fuck it. Yeah, um, you fo- you follow the Gremlins two protocol of making a sequel, right. which is what Texas Chainsaw did. You have and Matthew so like McConaughey with a fucking robot leg that keeps wonking out on him that's how you go yeah like yeah and so like uh, mr hollywood i promise you just because halloween did it it, more than once Mm -hmm. at this point with jamie lee curtis 
doesn't mean all slasher movies from that era need this. Like, we don't need a reboot sequel that ignores the sequels that were made at the time with, with like, some old person coming back and being like, I've been waiting for this. We don't need it. It's not the story we need to be t- telling. This uh, looks stupider it's just, than the Leatherface origin one that came out, like, a few years ago, and that was ass. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, it is kind of, like, what do you do with Texas Chainsaw Massacre? You really don't do anything with it. It was... Yeah. And, again, it was a kind of a standalone film of its time. It had a s- aesthetic that you can't really... Like, it's it's kind of like the first Evil Dead, where it's, like... Uh, although, less so, because I do think you can make plenty of Evil Dead stuff, as and, evidenced by the fact that they have. Yeah. Um, and also, the person... The, this was written by Fede Alvarez, and is produced by him. And he um, right. did the Evil Dead remake. I don't think he wrote it. I he think did. he just produced it. Because I was looking at the oh, writer I thought, I credits, thought he had and writing I think it's credit. some dude who is... Ne- the director is a first-time director who did cinematography stuff, and the writer is a first-time screenwriter. Right. Yeah. That's the part... This The cinematography, that stupid cornfield or sunflower what field the fuck was shot... That? I was... Oh, I, I did like the shot. It's a cool shot. Like, I do think this is probably going to look really good mm-hmm. and might even have some good moments. It's just... I don't know, man. This it's just what 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 so are we doing? Is Leatherface eighty at this point? He has to yes. he has to be older than that. He has to be he's older, older than, than the girls in the first movie. So he's like yeah, he's got to be pushing ninety. Push him yes. over, man. Just like yeah. how could he even no, start a chainsaw him, at this point? Get, yeah, yeah, like I was don't say, let him pick up the chainsaw. I was gonna say do get get that chainsaw away for it's not safe. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna drop gonna it on himself. himself. Um, Fede Alvarez does have a story by credit ah, for this movie. Okay. okay. Um, I'll just say, I mean, they've been trying to reboot Texas Chainsaw for no kidding 20 years. That's when the first Michael Bay reboot came out. Um, Oof. and it just hasn't happened, man. And we keep trying to make it go. I think, I mean, this, like, if this looks oh fine, you know, it looks like it'll be like a, a perfectly serviceable bloody slasher, but it's like, we really need to leave Texas Chainsaw alone. It's yeah, it's never going to happen I again. Was, here's the thing is, with that Michael Bay one, is every reboot or remake of its time too? Because this really does feel like they looked at Halloween and they were like, ah, let's do it, let's do it. And it feels like the Michael Bay one was the same, where they were like, ah, we'll do it. Like, it's always very much of its time, because whoever's in charge of this doesn't seem to actually have an interest in telling the story from an original perspective, but just doing what's popular at the time to Texas Chainsaw. It doesn't work. That's as what a it feels like thing because it's supposed to be weird ass seventies hitchhiker fucking culture and that type of weird shit. And if you have it in exactly. like any era that the internet exists, it's just abhorrently like of a mismatch, which is displayed in this trailer by that fucking yeah. awful scene where he stands. Does somebody else want to describe it? Because I'm just going to get angry when I'm so I, okay. All right. This all was right. the scene written by someone who's never met a young person. Yeah. Is that what we're yeah, describing? The and the, yeah. the phone's phrase, on the bus. Don't even think about it. You'll get canceled, bro. Or whatever the fuck that yeah. idiot says. Is it, you, do it, you, do, you think about doing anything, you're, you'll get canceled. It's, it's yeah. Leatherface is on a bus full of young people, and they're all, they all hold up their phones, which... If they had left it at that, I would have enjoyed that beat. Because it's yeah. Leatherface. He stands there. He yes. fires up his chainsaw, and it it cuts to a reverse shot of all the teens and young adults on the bus who just all very slowly raise up their phones. Right, That's and an then okay in beat. the room, 
in the room some 60-year-old producer threw out a line that they had to add. Yeah. Like, that's what it feels like. It was just like, oh, God, that is bad. Yeah, and that yes, is they have, bad right they have They have lead young persons say, even think about doing anything, you'll be canceled. It's like, no, you should have just left it at them raising their yeah. phones up. Yeah. Literally no one has said that. Yeah. <laughs> no. it's, yeah. it's, yeah. It, it really, yeah. I, I, I think, uh, again, kind of like the other ones, I think it'll visually look good, but I, I do think this is nothing in this trailer. It needs to take, uh, I, I think Logan hit a big part of it on the head. It needs to take place in the 70s. It is of its era. Yeah. It's, that's, yeah. it's that weird, not hippie, but like that weird cultish commune hitchhiker people just disappearing aspect. Yeah, it was of, based yeah. on a... It was based on a fear or phobia that's specific to that time yeah, period. And it just right. doesn't work when you're doing it in modern anything like I said, anything past that era. Like maybe you can get by with it in like the early eighties or something, but like nineties and beyond, it's just weird. It doesn't fit in. Michael Myers can fit in and win like any era. Same thing with like Freddy Krueger, Jason doesn't really have trouble with that. But Leatherface. Yeah, I would actually love to 70s. see <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to see modern Freddy Krueger coming p- popping out of your cell phones and shit. Like you could have a lot of fun There's with. There's so many different but aspects yeah. that we could hit on with like Freddy Krueger, especially with like there would be such a weird, cool like ASMR like kill in like a modern Nightmare on Elm Street where someone's like watching one of those. Oh movies. yeah, yeah. There's so many. They fall asleep listening to that. Yeah, that. and that's just so not now there it's a for Leatherface. <laughs> Yeah, it's now occurring to me because I agree with the Halloween, but I do not think they should make more Halloweens either. It's just very funny to me that the one most obvious one, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, they'd seem uninterested in doing, um, except for that one. They did that one remake. Yeah, with Jackie Earl again, Haley. It was of its time, right? It was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre era Platinum where they're like, no, it has to be really. Like, that was all mm-hmm. Yeah, it like has to be. It had to be like really serious or something, and it was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Um, that's another problem with a lot of these. Is they're like, "We're it's serious," and it's like, "It's not." I I assure you, it's not serious. Well, uh, nightmare. I think Nightmare on Elm Street it, and Hall in the original Halloween too are both pretty serious. Yeah, he doesn't yes, become but a joke. I guess until later. And honestly, I've always had that problem with well, Freddy, just because it's dude's a child molester or child killer. It's like, eh, I don't want to be laughing. Well, I guess tight five, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I guess here's here's my argument for this is that they're not going to make the first one again. No. They're just not like that's it's gone. And so you look at what the other sequels did at the time. They all recognize that you can't do that again. So they had a lot of fun with it. And so like Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, all of these, whenever they did the remake during that time, they're like, let's try to make it scary and serious again. And I don't know. They it was so cookie cutter too. I will, it was just like uh, I just do something weird with it if you're gonna do it. I will say that uh, first, uh, the Texas Chainsaw, the Bay. Did he? He didn't direct that. He just produced it. The Bay. No, remake, he produced at it. At least they had the common sense to like that was full of '90s or late or sorry, early 2000s aesthetic. But they did set it in the 70s, which. It does take place in the yeah. 70s. Yeah, so. there was that. Yeah. And a lot of the other ones, like that Origins one did, but then they had other ones that are modern, like the one with uh, Alexandra Daddario. I forget what the actual title is. It's got Scott Eastwood, but that's a modern one. And right. It just, yeah, it doesn't work. I just don't like him in a modern time. <laughs> yeah, on top of it, I nothing in this trailer, at least, 
seemed like it was like, oh, wow. Like it was like, oh, he's in someone's reflection behind them. Like, oh, there's like a shot of blood. Like it's 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 it R-rated, quiet. but it's Netflix. There was a lot of him sneaking up well, on folk where it's like. Yeah, it's, it's, it didn't feel well, yeah. like, yeah, I didn't really feel like the chaos of the character or like the weird fucked upness of it. Well, if you and I have a feeling it's going to pull a lot of punches. It, it might. I didn't mind the reflection in the kitchen as much. Uh, just and this is the last thing I'll say about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, because if you remember in that first movie, it is kind of a slow burn until I think it's yeah. in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. The Leatherface just explodes out of a room. It's so good. Kills yeah. a guy, drags him in there, and shuts the door. Like so, he I think is he hooks someone first, right? He, yeah, he hooks yeah. him and drags him yeah. in there. But like, even uh, with, so it is kind of like a, like an ambush at first. But even with that, like it's. It's quiet, and then there's this explosion of craziness, and he's just like a yeah. Tasmanian devil. And I didn't really get any of that with, like, obviously that one scene. We don't really see how that plays out, but then in the other parts, um, he seems a little too quiet for Leatherface. Like, even like I, I mean, he does yeah, start act, uh, chainsawing the fuck out of people after the stupid cancel culture thing. So you know, there might be hope with that. But it's eh. yeah, it's hard to say from this trailer. Yeah. It's just nothing in this trailer really like made me go, oh fuck, you know. Like there was, they they really were like, oh this this character is back and she's old and he's old and they're gonna fight, I guess. And then it's just very like like I'm skipping through it now and it's like it's nice looking shots, uh, you know, like I don't know, there's just nothing in it that stood out as like a moment, uh that was i don't know promising yeah like a visual moment yeah it's fair like it looks good but like there's nothing in it yeah i don't know it it, it comes out in two weeks so we can it's, judge yeah. it yeah it's like you we'll said judge it then. to just from like i brought up like the time period point but you really kind of nail with it i just i don't need the kirkland's brand halloween remake of older uh, survivor coming yeah, they, back, especially when it's not even the actress. That's like the that's the minute where you should have said no. That idea doesn't work. Then why do it? Why, yeah, right. why do we're, it? We're, yeah. We're, yeah, we're seeing it to various degrees of success because, like, the new Scream, technically, even though yeah, they're in every sequel. So I, uh, Candyman did a little of that, but I also liked that in Candyman. I thought that was well done. Um, so like, you can do it well, but it feels a lot like this is we're glomming on to the next trend as opposed to like, this needs to be in here. Also, I um, feel like you were bringing up Candyman. I don't feel like that franchise wore out, wore out its welcome. It, we get new oh, Texas no. chainsaw Unfortunately, shit every like two years and stuff. It's just yeah, yeah, exhausting. Yeah. yeah. Um, the final thing is I constantly forget John Larroquette is like associated with Texas Chainsaw. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's always funny to me when people are like, he's back. And I'm like, wait. Yep. And then I have to remember. He just um, narrates it. That's it. He yeah, he just narrates it. He's <laughs> not done shit since like the 90s and he's just talented. It's just weird. He just is like, eh, I got my yeah. night court money. Peace out. Yeah. 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 I think I think he's retired. Yeah. Yeah. I, do you yeah. blame him? I mean, sometimes actors no. should really take that. There are no more there. mountains. There are no more mountains for John Larroquette to climb. No. <laughs> he's right. done it. In the interest of time, <laughs> let's 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 move along. Yeah. Let's move along. Let's move along. Uh, we all right. So we have some more producers to thank. 
Uh, big thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you to definitely not Guillermo del Toro. Mm. Thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. I sure uh, do. Thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank mm-hmm. you, Bob. Thank you to Steven. Woo. Thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg. Yeah. Thank you to Asking Seven. Oh, yeah. Thank you to Happy Ed 209. Woo. All right. Let me jump in here. Thank you to Tiger, Bro- Tiger Drawers, Pratt Thompson, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you to Manischewitz Maltov says the spice must flow, comrades. Thank you. Thank you to E.T. the extravagant terrestrial. Thank you to Cody Johnson's time machine noise. Thank you. Thank you to Pete Fort Pagel. Thank you. Thank you to Glitterous, CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. Thank you. Thank you to pre-order Jason Pargin's new book, Pre-Orders Are Super Important. It's true. It's true. It's true. After you get the book, please review it because that shit's also important. It's all important. It's all important. Uh. So they greenlit Scream 6. Yep. Uh, I don't think that's a surprise. Yeah, from the same directors. Uh, uh, oh, I forgot radio what they're called now. And all, radio Silence. Radio Silence. And same writers. Yeah, I hope they get a movie in between that isn't Scream. Because I really liked Ready or Not. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't... We're going to get the like converse meta conversations about you know, we're the sequel of the reboot or whatever. Was Scream 5? I don't Because everyone I've seen. Uh, I, I, didn't th- I, I wasn't impressed by it. Nah? It's, it's very okay. okay. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. What I, what I said in the review is it's no worse or no better than Scream 4. Ah. Like that, that was it. It's just it, it, like it was, it felt like these people making it could be making original films. It feels weird <laughs> instead because I don't know if this touches on that or if you talked it because I really have been avoiding stuff because I haven't seen it, but it feels weird that this whole franchise is based off of horror tropes for like horror movies that kind of don't fucking exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. Right. That and is that's, a good point. Yeah. And they keep uh, scream five definitely tried to do the meta thing. Um, and it just got, tiring because it's going beyond meta like now they have to be like yeah see we're in the franchise that's dragging on that no one wants you know what i mean <laughs> where they're like the, the more meta they get about where they quote unquote are in a franchise the more depressing it gets and also there i've seen so many articles there was one i read today i forget what it was it was just like how scream six or how scream five perfectly criticized toxic fandom or something and it was like First of all, you don't need an article to point it out. It's they s- splatter <laughs> on, the film with it, and all they and, do is just point out that it exists. Exactly, That's and all it was they just do. like, I I think there's it's been getting a little too much praise, and it's not even getting that much praise. Yeah, um, it's not. It's fine. It's just it's fine. I I we don't have to talk about it. I, we did a whole podcast. We did a whole about podcast it. on it. Yeah, but yeah, this is like. Mm, I don't know, man. I kind of wish that Screen 6 would end with, like, Pop Star Never Stop Popping, where he just pulls off yeah. the VR thing. It's like, the whole thing was a virtual reality experience. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like in the fucking getting... modded video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a lot of Halloween Kills vibes from these series now, you know? Where it's where it's like I don't know, just make other horror movies or other slasher movies. Oh, did you specifically. not like that movie? <laughs> <laughs> like the sla- I think the specific the slasher genre is like this very weird 
Because I would say like stuff like Ready or Not was fucking great. I love that movie. There are good ones out there. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, th- I think they need to retire a few franchises here. This being one of them. There needs to be something. It feels slashers need to like I we brought it up with the Texas thing, like with Texas Chainsaw. That was very of the seventies of and fears in the seventies. Uh, mm-hmm. Nightmare right. on Elm Street works because it's all based on child harm, which was just huge in the eighties and that type of attitudes. Is is based on a specific case yeah. too that Wes Craven eventually sanitized for the movie because he kind of felt gross about it afterward yeah. after the fact and then with like i feel like just none of the modern ones are kind of doing that where it's kind of trying to feel of the time although right maybe that has I would something also to do argue. with mass shootings is like it might have maybe put people off on that shit which would make sense yeah i would say scream actually is of the 90s too because yeah. it's all about Ooh, this call. Who's calling you? And like even Screen Two immediately points out caller ID exists and then they have to like sort of just forget it. Yeah. Or like they invent like weird div- like I hacked the phones and it's like you did, huh? Uh we, yeah, it, it just feels played we need out. Something new that kinda just like fits like the current era because it kinda you need the monster or the slasher to kind of evolve with the times and that's just how you kind of keep it fresh and instead we just keep going back to the ones we've already made like i mean fucking at this point saw got rebooted with the new one and stuff and it's just yeah right something that's for like 2020 Mm -hmm. yeah i'm just like very done with all of these franchises they they're played out i don't know yeah um do you want to talk about uh, Fast and Furious 10? Yeah. Yes, sure. yes I certainly Jason do. Momoa. As someone who's seen yeah. all of these movies numerous times, I absolutely yeah. do. Jason Momoa, I assume, playing the role that Vin Diesel really wanted The Rock to come back for or something. I hope that his um, name is Cobbs, and he's just Hobbs' like, <laughs> long-lost brother, and Vin is just ultimately yes, giving please. them the middle finger. The one question no, they say it's the villain. I have about this is... Is he going to have to use an extra milk crate to match the eye width, the eye <laughs> level of Jason Momoa? The eye line of Jason Momoa. The eye line is The Rock, because I think they're the same height. So, yeah. <laughs> just, oh. It's just a the biggest crate that says Vin's box. Is them at, it's just, he's not that tall. Come on. Be proud of yeah. your height. Vin Diesel. I Look, I, I adore Vin Diesel. But every now and then he gives off some Steven Seagal vibes oh, absolutely. In, oh, like, yeah. behind the scenes. A hundred percent. He's a notorious asshole. Yeah. But like the I'm I need to maintain I'm tough. And so I'm making a lot of rules on set based on that. But yeah, I don't know. This is of course he's in talks for the villain. I don't know. This is what Fast and Furious does, right? It just yeah. keeps collecting tough guys. People just yeah. like uh, it's got it's, John Cena last time. Yeah. It's the battle of the tough guys. It is. And Helen Miriam. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, it's every time they bring a tough guy, they end up getting reve- redeemed. So that's kind of yeah. why they have to do that. Although, to, yeah. Charlize, to the point that they do it in the same movie yeah. now. Like, the Fast and Furious 9, I, I really wasn't that impressed by that one because it felt like it was, like, less stunts, more CGI, and just, like, really compressed 
the tropes of this series now. Yeah, to the point that, yeah, John Cena, they're like, it's a new villain. Ah, he's fine. I was disappointed <laughs> it's like, with oh, Nine because right. Lynn was coming back, so I thought we would go back to the, like, actual weird, like, non-CG type work. And he kind of just nope. stayed doing that shit. It, there was some stuff that was, like, you know, actually done, but I don't think but that it was done. But not nearly yet. as much. And the Han thing, like, you know, I'm glad Han's back, but then we don't really get the resolution with Jason Stahum, so wondering where that's going. But, yeah, it's – I'm kind of glad that I this love is the last one. It's starting to get a little tiring, and I think you really start to see what the lack of Paul Walker is doing where it's just not balanced yeah. anymore. Yeah. I do love that Charlie Theron is, like – is like the Thanos of the series. Yeah, she's like their Blofeld. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's amazing. And her hair it's just gets awesome. worse in every movie. I'm like wondering. Her what hair she's in this doing. last one was atrocious. Her hair and was I hope Dylan Roof hair, and before she had them dreadlocks, yeah. it was just oh no. I they, hope I hope she's getting there and is just sitting down and looking at a book and just like okay, show me like give me the shittiest hair, like give me the biggest. Here's hair my from prediction. Yeah, no. yeah, she's just gonna skull walk it. in looking like fucking Zorn. No, I want Hulk Hogan skull it. Oh, Hulk Hogan yes. skull it. Give her a. Skull That's it. what I want. I want her to yeah. Hulk up and just shake that beautiful doll hair like Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's ten movies. You can't make ten of something and have it be great. They're for, great. Like, I, I mean, know, unless you let Charlize Theron. <laughs> yeah, these are still it, great it's for me. it's. Yeah, and unless you let Charlize Theron pick progressively stupider hairstyles in each sequel. That's true. That's true. Um, these feel like the uh, action, final news. I'm sorry, but this just these feel like the action movie version of Happy Madison films, where it's just everyone just yeah. wants to have a nice <laughs> vacation and just have some. They are. Driving you're right. Hundred percent. Like yeah. yeah. That's exactly what they are. That's absolutely um, what it is. Yeah. Uh, so Dakota Johnson is playing Madame Webb. Madame Webb. Which I, is that a Spider-Man character? Yes, it is. That okay? I have to say, uh, uh, Madam Web sounds like a parody of a Spider-Man. Like when I read that, I was like, "Is that like that?" Allow me to explain who Madam. What, what Web does she is, do? Steve. What does she do? What oh, is yeah, this? Le- yeah. Madam <laughs> Web is an elderly woman who has psychic visions that she uses to inform Spider-Man of things to do. However, those visions have also aged her and leave her in a state where she can't leave this wheelchair that kind of acts as a life support system of hers. And that's pretty much all she does. There's no really interesting background on this stuff. The best story with her was one time Juggernaut was coming to kill her and Peter had to fight the shit out of him. And then he pulled her out of her chair and he's like, oh, she'll die in this chair. She's worthless. And then just walked away. That was the storyline. So... Yeah, the the article here says like we're not sure what this will be. <laughs> like no. there's no uh there's no villains. That honestly that's awesome. Yeah. This is um so this director, she also did uh a bit of she did Jessica Jones. She did a lot of TV Life on Mars. Um uh let's see what else. Dexter Whitechapel. I don't know. Sure. Defender, she did a little of that. So that doesn't I'm trying to I'm trying to like look and be like okay so how weird is this going to be based on who's making it 
Because this, I hope this is the weirdest fucking thing ever, right? Well, Dakota Fanning is All of their... weird, so... Okay. Dakota Johnson. So, Dakota Johnson. Johnson. Sorry, Johnson. Okay, so one of the writers is wrote Morbius, Power Rangers, Gods of Egypt, Perfect. and Dracula Untold. Perfect. Dracula mm-hmm. Untold. Like, Man, the, all they need to do, like, I'm telling every non-Spider-Man movie that has come out in, in Sony's current Spider-Man universe slate of films, which at this point is just two Venom movies, uh, are just batshit out of their mind. <laughs> well, they're just, oh, God, they're all... I just remembered Morbius has still not come out. <laughs> Morbius is... I know. Morbius will never come out. They've, they've delayed Morbius so long that the initial trailer had from the creators of Spider-Man Far From Home, and then they had to retitle the trailer to say from Spy- the creators of Spider-Man No Way Home. Like it's been delayed right. yeah. so long that it, it an entire sequel cycle has taken yeah. place. And then there's the it's Aaron, just... Ter- Aaron Taylor Johnson Craven the Hunter Craven movie, movie that's coming out. Yep. <laughs> Hell yes. Give I'm it a little, all to me. I'm a little bummed about this one. I I kind of I'm looking it up and it's just they keep it's the same people. It's the Morbius people this yeah. Dracula Untold. It's the it's it's like you said where they're like Let, let's make everything look like it's from like the early teens. I want you to take a second like, and look at a picture of Madame Web and just imagine what's going to be happening in this movie because yeah. it's going to shock you when you see what this character looks like. It's just an old. It would have been neat for them to. Yep. I know, and it, for that reason, I think it would have been neat for them to get writers who like. I don't know. Had done something interesting. Should have been Helen. Uh, yeah. Old and having it's visions. just like that would have been interesting. Yeah. Like this seems like a really compelling idea, and maybe it'll be great. But, uh, man, I want it to be like really fucking weird, right? I can't, yeah. I don't even know it should if she's be. She's had like a solo series. Like I just can't picture this character existing outside of being a plot. Device. I've only. I've only seen her as a supporting character in Spider-Man stories. She's a MacGuffin plot device. That's it. Like, yeah. That's it's a fascinating choice. It's weird. It's really weird. Did they cancel that? Yeah. Wasn't there supposed to be an Olivia Wilde, like, Jessica Drew movie? I think that's still happening, and there's also, I think, a Silk movie that's still happening. Okay. Like, those are actual uh, characters who have had, like, stories that you could do. That I really, this could be anything, and I just had, like, I've read so much Spider-Man, I just have no idea where they're going with this, or why. I don't know if they know. I mean, Sony really, (laughs) like, they, Sony mishandled the property so much that they literally went to Marvel and was like, hey, make our movies for us, please. Right. And like it, it really does feel like the only successful one they have is the one that's teamed with Marvel, and then the rest they're like, "Let's do this shit." And again, like this would be cool if they did something really weird with it, but it doesn't really feel um, like they're gonna. Excuse me, Dave. Uh, the two Venom films are billion-dollar motion pictures. Yeah. So don't fair. don't don't tell me that the Spider-Man ones are the only successes they've had. All right, settle down. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> you quiet down over there. That 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 let there be carnage was like the third highest grossing movie of the past year, and that is right. incredible to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that says about the year. Um, I don't know, People man. People risked their lives to go see it in theaters. Yeah, yeah. they sure did. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I want that. If, I want that film to be my death shroud. I kind of do like the idea of crazy Tom Hardy and crazy Dakota Johnson having like just weird dream shit and venom shit crossing over with each other. Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, it'll be uh, man. Yeah, look, all I want is for Moonfall to do so well that it becomes the new thing, right? That's like what I want as well. Thing. That's what I want as well, Dave. Yeah. Critics are not into it. No. Well, that's uh, their problem. That is their problem. That right. is their problem. Moonfall All is right. not showing All in right. Canada, apparently. That's fucked that's up. That's bullshit. They had some fucked up thing where um, like, they didn't like announce it in theaters in time, so it's getting no release in Canada at all, period. Mm. Uh, that's horseshit. Um, all right, let's name some more producers. Yeah. Uh, big thank you to the Midnight Patron with Patrons at Midnight. Mm. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you to Andrew, the proud Satanist how. Thank you to Vincent. Mm. Thank you to Rev MD. Thank you to Lauren Gucci. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Bootler Bootleson. Oh yeah. Thank you to Thank you to Tuts. Chucks. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Mm. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Norm. Thank you to Space McNulty. Thank uh, you. Let me swoop in here. Uh, thank you to your mom. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Nolan Mayton. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew Follow Marine on Twitch and Patreon at Heartfist Brain McGuire. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to AJ. AJ. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Thank you to Thank Burrito you. Mouth. Thank you. Thank you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's confusingly large dick chill. Thank you. Thank you to Funky J. Thank you. And thank you to Pie Guy. Thank you. Dave. <sighs> Dave, the sun's getting mighty low. Mm. Um, I think it's time to cut the shit. No. Slice through the shit, mm. if you will. With a uh, warm knife. Uh-huh. Like a hot knife through through buttery shit. Yeah. And tell us if there's a movie that deserves more hype. There is. <gasps> oh, there shit. There is a movie that deals. deserves more hype. We did yep. it. We did it, you guys. <laughs> this one is, I would call this a toss-up because I really don't know if this is going to be good or not. Um, this is called Project Gemini. Or rather, I don't have much supporting whether it's going to be good or not. Uh, Project Gemini. The trailer is available. It's coming out March 15th on on demand, like video on demand mm. uh, streaming. Uh, it, it just kind of like looks like Alien. I don't know. It does. It's, uh, it looks a lot like <laughs> Alien. Yeah. It's a hundred percent like Alien. <laughs> it's about mankind going out into space to survive because Earth is fucked. And they find a new planet and uh, something goes wrong. Seems like there might be aliens. Um, it, it might be more like surreal than that. I can't tell from the trailer. But really the only reason this popped out for me is because it's just a really good trailer. Uh, and it looks, I don't know, like a pretty well-made film that's indie, like an indie space film. Uh, and it looks compelling. And yeah, it could just be alien. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it just, uh, it's kind of, I'm curious. It's kinda, I know we were talking about like a rom-com earlier where with, uh, shit, I forgot the name of the rom-com. Oh, want you back. Where it was yeah. just like, this just looked like a competent rom-com and stuff. This just kind of looks like a 
competently well shot alien movie. So, you know. Yeah, it might have like I get a little bit of Event Horizon vibes yeah. in here too. Um, it looks it's Russian, mm-hmm. uh, and it like I don't know the CGI looks good considering that it's I think fairly indie. I haven't I don't know new directors, new writers too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what I mean is like there's very little to say about it of like well these people did X or Y before and that was good. The cinematography um, looked cool. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it looks good. It like it's a good looking. It just movie. looks good. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like Sputnik. Did you guys ever watch that one? No. Sput Sputnik was um really really strong movie. Uh, I didn't love it, but like that's another one that came out of Russia that has like really good CGI. That like I don't know if this is like a studio there. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in Russia, guys. I, I haven't kept up. I'm looking up but, uh, the information on here, and it looks apparently like Apparently, some, some is, Pinocchios are being made in Russia. The alien is yeah. voiced by Polly Shore in the American cut for this. Oh, mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I just watch the trail and you see what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's very much, if you're into, like, sci-fi thrillers, this just, like, looks, looks really, like competent it doesn't look like a shitty one i will say this <laughs> looks like a very I'm good kind one. of tired of like person walking in a spaceship corridor and like clearly alien drool dripping down and them just looking and being like huh it's huh. like when that's you peculiar. see something that's it's like a zombie movie where it's like they're not wanting to admit that it's a zombie like the minute i see that drool i'm like oh that's a fucking alien i'm running away right now like right yeah. <laughs> just could right. be a leak <laughs> that would be in the back of everyone's mind on a spacecraft. As soon as you see yeah. some slime dripping from the ceiling, you're gonna Yeah, that's not <laughs> lubricate. That's fucking alien jewel. Like I know jewel. I would eject yeah. myself out into space, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they'd be they they'd be in the control room being like, Oh, it looks like Tom is doing an unscheduled spacewalk. <laughs> <laughs> Just look out, see me in my astronaut suit like swimming back towards Earth. <laughs> Uh, Don't even leave but yeah check, check out the trailer no hell no <laughs> there's no time there's no time logan no who are you leaving the note for the alien the alien just walks up behind him is like oh wow he just took off really fast anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so yeah project gemini check out the trailer uh yeah, could be good terrible name yeah gemini doesn't have the greatest track track record uh, really in terms of, uh, of recent films yeah, also, I think Project or Blank Report, those where it's like, those those always, is there a, is there a good Project Blank? Project X. Mm, I don't even know what that is. It's a film from the 80s where then there's Matthew the Europa Broderick report. befriends an orangutan. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. cool. There you go. Yep. It's a chimp, sorry. Oh, and they called it Project X. Yeah, it's a chimp that they did. flies like a weird... Like it's like a fighter pilot yeah, or some like shit. Yeah, in, I like, don't remember fighter pilot programs. I, yeah. think oh, wait, actually I don't remember drones or some shit. There's there was also a 2012 one that was that weird found footage one. If you remember yeah, that the party thing doesn't the, matter. Oh yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, that was. Was that directed by Todd Phillips or produced by Todd? Phillips? He produced yeah. it. He produced it. Um. So doesn't yeah, that's <laughs> his his stain is on it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that might be a sewed, guys. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's oh, more than man. That. Oh, it's a sewed. We've done it. Woohoo! 
Oh, yeah. Logan, thank you so much for uh, spending two hours with us. Yeah, we had a yeah, purging like. Uh, it was. It yeah. was unexpected. An unexpected turn of events yeah, tonight. Yeah, I, I don't know what we did wrong. <laughs> I think we did something right. What Dave. happened? Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Oh. Uh, Logan, uh, what do you want to tell people? Um, hit me up uh, at the Logan Trent on Twitter and Instagram. We've got some really good like movie stuff coming out soon from uh, Cracked. And leave a review for this podcast and our friends' podcast. That shit really helps. <laughs> yeah, nice. do those things. Dave, tell them what else they should do. Uh, we have a Patreon you could check out. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. We have some exclusive podcasts on there, like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Muller is a Maniac. Mm. We also do some with the Small Beans, like Star Trek The Next Futurama and Spielboys. Uh, yeah, there's a lot on there, a lot exclusive. Just for $5 a month, you get a, a, a lot of access to a lot of stuff. We also watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. Uh, like tonight, we'll be doing that, except I won't be there because I'm moving. Okay. Oh, you're not going to be it. there at all? Uh-huh. Well, okay, okay. I will be there if I can. Listen, Tom, you want to talk about moving for a bit? Uh, they, they, no, I so absolutely my internet- don't. So what you want to do is you're going to want to head over to GameFunEmployed.com <laughs> where you'll find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on T-shirts, stickers, mugs, posters, all kinds of moving things. Boxes. So check that out. Yeah, moving boxes yeah. probably. I don't know. I don't give a shit about moving. Certainly not about Dave moving. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's it. All right. <laughs> Say goodbye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.